Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Were you looking for a podcast that had game studio acquisitions, harassment lawsuits, an NFT discussion? I don't know why you would. Well, first off, change what you want to listen to. Second off, here we are. Listen, they're not giving us much to work with. We work with what we got. Shake it. Uh, no. Shake what you're, you, well, I was gonna say what shake the good it. Lord gave you. See, that's what I was going to go with, but then I was like, well, shake it if you got it. Like, smoke it if you got it, but I don't, I don't know. I did uh, thoroughly call out some stories as well that I was just like, no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> Matt, Matt just, Matt, no one cares. Giant actual story. Yeah, nobody cares. Well, like a mobile developer opening a new studio. No one gives a fuck. All right. True. Unless it's King yeah. or uh, like Snapchat. Yeah, it's not. Anyway. Another mobile clone to make billions of dollars. Oh, my God. So thrilling. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Alright, that's good. So in case I don't care about NFTs, I guess uh you could Oh yeah, I gotta do an intro. That's how this works. I remember now. If I give him enough just weird faces of like I'm waiting for you to do something else. <laughs> he, he hey, <laughs> this is the Gamers Two Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Like mergers and acquisitions you know, there's a website called merger mergers and acquisitions yes and it just lists just tracks mergers and acquisitions As like some, uh, some stock bros site for example oh uh well we'll talk about it later psych teaser got him got him so so what should we talk about um, I guess we should talk about new releases. Oh, that's a thing. Believe it or Can not, we do it. Believe it or not, there are thirteen this week. Bizarre. How bizarre? How bizarre? <laughs> Number one, Among Us. Wait a second. Comes to consoles. Uh, the next generation. PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, number two, Clockwork Aquario for the PS4 and the Switch. If you're in the U.S., if you're in Europe, haha, suck it. Number three, Fire Girl Hack and Splash Rescue for the PC. Number four, Greek Memories of Azure. Azure. 
for PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, that is not how you think Greek is spelled. Number five, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning Fate Sworn DLC. There are too many colons in that name. Uh, that is out on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number six, uh, my favorite game on the list, One Hand Clapping. Is that, that weird thing where you do this? I, my hands are too small to do that. Yeah, I can I can do it. <laughs> Every time I do it, though, I feel like I'm going to break my wrist. Yeah, you got a spare. Yeah, but that's my good wrist. <laughs> anyway, One Hand Clapping is out on PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and Stadia. Uh, number seven, GTA Online The Contract new DLC is out. Online-only campaign, lame, dumb, why would you do that? Uh, Money. But apparently, mm-hmm. some stuff in there confirms which ending of GTA three or GTA 5 is real. There's multiple endings? Exactly. I thought that same thing, and I had, I've had i had this conversation with people at work of like, well, how did you end it or whatever? And I was like, what do you mean multiple endings? I thought there was only one, but you could potentially kill one of the three or... Air bubble, that was weird. You could potentially kill one of the other three in that final mission of getting the band kind of back together. You can either work with the FBI to betray Trevor or, well, you know, whatever. Mm. I ended up, I'm pretty positive, not killing anybody. So Yeah, I feel like I didn't either. But that's, uh, you know, that's what I remember doing. Number eight, Rogue Invader for the PC. Number nine, Final Fantasy VII Remake Intrigrade. Don't know why I said it that way for the PC. I no- believe it was... um. Some news outlet that does uh, PC reviews, okay. maybe Digital Foundry. They do do PC reviews. Someone said it is the worst PC port they've ever seen that no one should give them Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Oof. Have they seen GTA? I don't know. They just. I just read the headline. That's pretty bad. And the quote. Uh, number 10, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. The PC and PlayStation, man, Five Nights. What a, what a year! What year is this? Number eleven, the gunk for PC and Xbox. Number twelve, Trash Sailors, the name of Matt and I's other podcast uh, yep. for the PC. Honestly, not bad, not bad. I'd take it. Trash Pandas, up, up. yeah. Uh, and number thirteen, Trophy for Xbox. Uh, also. Uh, trash. I'm gonna forget which city they're affiliated with. I need to look it up right now. But there is a Trash Pandas minor league baseball team. I saw it was on the list of uh, yeah, yeah, of the ones I yeah. yeah. I love minor league baseball teams. They have good names. The best names of any teams. See, I think you get two spectrums. Ooh, you get good, interesting names, and on the other side, you get ones that you're just like. I don't understand. There's definitely some that are are some of the worst cookie cutter ones. Yeah. But because there's so many, you get so many good ones. Oh, yeah. Just. Yeah. For sure. I want all the good ones merch. I want a t-shirt or something of all of the good ones. That's the other thing, too, is their logos and stuff are usually, like, bizarre interesting. But then. then Like, they almost look like they should be fake. Yes. I almost need the person to ask, like, if somebody was like, oh. Like, they could be, like, basketball teams. Ooh, good reference. Yeah. Uh, like, if someone was like, oh, yeah, well, I'll just get you, I'll get you a shirt. Well, it's like, all right, we need to have a quick discussion about what you think I think is a cool team. 
Because I have a shirt that's the Burlington Sock Puppets. Yeah. Good team. Mm-hmm. That's a great team name. Well, the logo's good. Maybe you should just make it a thing where, like, you just start collecting them. And, like, who cares if you get one you don't like? That's, that is definitely an interesting angle. I'm looking for the tweet I liked. But there are just a lot of cute females I liked, apparently. Hold on. I've noticed. Can we not? <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed. Can you relax, Matt? I'm Listen, trying to relax. My Twitter account, very small. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I know. You see everything I do. It's the greatest, though. That's why. I, that's why you're I, not the only one. You and Dewey. There right? are certain. There are certain. There's times, certain like uh, similarities there, just differing tastes. That I 100 percent believe that. So you get the cute sports girls on one hand. Guess who? And then you get the cute goth and, girls on the other hand. And guess the, who? And the gamer ones. Yeah. True. True. They kind of meld together. Yeah. There is a Venn diagram. <laughs> uh, just I'm gonna go through. I've I found a list of. Uh, 30 names. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through the ones I like. Okay. Now, this is entirely a segment we could do in the next episode and save for next week, but I'm doing it now because we brought it up. Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Interesting. Great name. Mm-hmm. Rocket City Trash Pandas. Fantastic. Great. I don't care for the Florence Y'alls, but, you know, Southerners. Yeah, they're, they're, Southern. they're into it. Uh, the Rocky Mountain Vibes. Good vibes. Yeah, good. Good vibes. Schomburg Boomers. <laughs> Canapolis Cannonballers. What are these town names? Amarillo Sod Poodles. What the fuck is that? That sounds like a sex term. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, those like ridiculous things like you're like a glass bottom boat. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that you drop, you go the ridiculous route and drop glass bottom boat because that's about to get googled six times. Have fun. <laughs> Be you're you've been warned. Google uh, munging. Don't Google <laughs> munging. There's the Sugarland Skeeters, the normal, normal corn belters, as opposed to any other type of corn belter. <laughs> There uh, is the Utica Unicorns. Not sure where that is. Yeah, not not uh, obviously not nearby. We're we're not cool enough to have that. No. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rawhide, whatever. Lansing Lugnuts. That's a good one. Uh, that one's boring. Lakeland Flying Tigers. Okay. Gastonia Honey Hunters. It's a picture of a honey badger. See. Confusing, because if I'm thinking honey hunters, I want to see like I don't know, like a Pooh Bear or something. This is like the pic- the head of a honey badger with flames, like it's racing at something. <laughs> okay. The Bakersfield train robbers. Okay. There's, Fort- some, there's some town history there. The Fort Myers Mighty Muscles, like the. <laughs> like the the uh, food, the, the, the shellfish, the shells, yeah. Milwaukee milkmen. Oh, there's a lot of jokes that can be made with that one. The Akron rubber ducks, good one. Down east wood ducks. What's a wood duck? Where's down east? <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Santa Cruz seaweed. Like, how do you make a, like, how do you make that cool? 
obviously the Burlington Sock Puppets. Yeah, I mean, that's easy. Richmond Flying Squirrels. Flying Squirrels, very, uh, very rambunctious animals. Macon Bacon. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> bacon, but with an M. Macon Bacon. <laughs> Uh, make a bacon, making no. What's it? What's it? How's that? Making bacon my, pancakes. Making pancakes. Making bacon pancakes. Yeah, that's what it is. Making bacon pancakes. Yeah, adventure time. Cake. Yep. Uh, and then the the last one is the Birmingham Bloomfield Beavers, the Triple B. Triple B. A lot of teams. There is. There's a lot of teams. Anyway, man, could you imagine if there was gaming news? <laughs> Uh, what are you thinking? You want evens. odds or evens? Right. I have talked too much now. And I need to crack this can open. Has Nate has said never. That I've talked too much? Mm-hmm. Rude. <laughs> Accurate, but like, uh, I'm offended. <laughs> Alright, so we don't have a lot of good news this week. Obviously, we've alluded to it a little bit. It's all yeah, blah. We're, we're here. For the most part. Uh, that being said, let's kick it off with another company in the doghouse for having a poor work culture. You Place know. your bets now. <laughs> Start off on the right foot, I guess. Um, according to a report from IGN, Bungie is in a bit of a hypocrite. Uh, despite Bungie's public stances against crunch and toxic studio cultures, the Destiny developer has apparently tolerated both. IGN spoke with 26 current and former Bungie employees, some of whom described experiences of sexism, racism, abusive bosses, and systemic discrimination at the company. You alright over there, buddy? Need some help? Need a knife? Back in the hole. Do you want to, like... You, you want to stab it? I'm sure, yeah, I'll stab it. And if you wanted to, I guess, and like hammer it. All right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> discrimination at the company. Bungie's narrative team was singled out uh, as particularly problematic in recent years, with stories of gendered slurs, homophobic and racist jokes, and abusive behavior from a group of white male senior leaders, with a more diverse team of women and marginalized writers underneath them. Uh, in instances where people complained, they were told the senior person was just joking and that they needed thicker skins or they were berated <laughs> and bullshit? yelled at. What kind of bullshit is that? Uh, the narrative team also worked up to 100-hour weeks during crunch periods with requests for additional staff to handle the workload over years repeatedly denied. The story goes on with details for quite a bit, so if you're curious, check it out. Um it's the typical stuff that we've been hearing. So, so let's be clear. Uh, Destiny, Bungie, mm-hmm. former Activision Studio. Oh, very true. Uh, Bungie it all C- comes back. To this. <laughs> uh, Bungie CEO Pete Parsons apologized to his employees in a comment to IGN. Uh, he then expanded on his apology via public blog post, which reiterates his statements to IGN and offers more details on what Bungie has been doing to improve its workplace. It's mostly what you'd expect to hear, so I'm not going to quote it. Um, at this point, actions uh, certainly speak louder than words. Um, Bungie's senior employee relations manager, Gail DeHunt, uh, has stepped down from her role at the studio. It's unclear if she is leaving the company. She said in an email... That there is a need for Bungie's HR team to, quote, move forward 
end quote, and should ideally be, quote, largely comprised of people new to Bungie, end quote. The outgoing HR boss also reflected on her own experiences of toxicity at Bungie, including reporting someone who had been abusing her, a male executive, quote, someone I thought was my friend, end quote, who was later fired. So, um, you know, add another one to the list. Um, another one bites the dust. <sighs> yeah. I do. So let's go, let's go back up a little bit here. In the, in the, <laughs> in the joke where we hit the, that they need thicker skins. Yeah. Uh, first off, can't say it. Two. There, there is. I, uh, I don't know. Do I want to? Do I want to do this? I do think that is true in some scenarios of just, of just a little bit of a thick. I'm not saying like, oh, ignore, ignore all the sexism and racism. Like, yeah. But there are some times where somebody's like reaching to think if something's actually offensive. But uh, this is not that situation. No, no, no. It's definitely. Um, I didn't like. There was <laughs> this a. There is terrible. Is a, there is a lot to the article too with detail obviously um chose to leave it out because we've heard it all a million times and at this point it's like i'll i literally just all right mental no bungee on the pile you know what i mean like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one thing that i thought was interesting was the hr person stepping down um and which which does well i don't know what she went says. into it's- a more she had a more detailed thing as well like uh she sent out an email basically and it was like the well the one thing i put in there was thoughtful at least that's like obviously like basically she's like i've i've failed i've lost everyone's confidence from this so like Bungie should bring in new people who can right, which which is where I was going to go with it. Is like it's a good move for her to understand as HR, she failed. Yeah, yeah. And like, why would anyone trust her to help fix this? Mm-hmm. I've already failed you. Yeah. Not saying that she was necessarily. Ba- I mean, she might have been blind to it. Probably wasn't. But you know, she does go into detail about that. Basically, where she like does somewhat. Try to defend her position a little bit, where, or at least but, explain it to a degree. Yeah, yeah, but it's you know it's whatever. It's a pretty hard position to defend. Yeah, if you're going with the well, I just you know, basically it's summed up to like, I you know we were trying, and like these are all the different things that we tried to do, and then like and yeah whatever, whatever. Yeah, anyway, let's go to number two, an update on Activision Blizzard. Bloomberg Law. We've got the law people coming in now. Here we go. Getting serious. Uh, reports that during a hearing earlier this week, Judge Dale S. Fisher said she was, quote, not going to allow the Department of Fair Employment and Housing to intervene, end quote. With the settlement involving the EEOC, or Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, because it's not appropriate. While this was not an official ruling, she added, quote, It's highly unlikely that I would change my mind, end quote. She may still reject the $18 million settlement as well, though. 
both Activision Blizzard and the EEOC must submit clarifications on the proposed on the proposed settlement in early January. Once done, the DFEH will have two weeks to submit its own comments. The judge is undecided as to whether there will be a hearing. She also reprimanded both the EEOC and the DFEH for not cooperating more on their legal action against Activision Blizzard. Quote, This is a bit unseemly. I feel like I should send the two of you to a mediator, never mind Activision getting involved in this. So that quote was like a fair bit longer where she does straight up like dress them down, but... Yeah, it's basically the... (laughs) It's almost the McGonagall, why when something goes wrong, is it always you three? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Speaking of Harry Potter, the new movie looks like shit anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It does. You see, there's a... Not that you are that into Harry Potter, but there's a Harry Potter reunion. Where they're doing the old, like, oh, let's get together and chat about our experiences. Oh, whoop-de-doo! Oh, my God, Harry Potter. Can't find a... Can't wait to find out what random, horrific thing J.K. Rowling has to say to get relevant again. Oh, sure, he did. I know, there was another one a little while ago, but... Yeah, something about women having penises, I don't know. Oh, hell yeah! (laughs) It It was such a weird quote. Uh... Trust me, whenever that meeting happens and they start talking and they don't involve her, she'll say something else. Yeah. I made them. <laughs> All right. Number three. Final Fantasy fourteen is being temporarily suspended from sale due to ongoing issues with its servers following the title's sudden surge in user numbers. The game's servers have been congested since the early access launch of its Endwalker expansion and its official release on December 7th. Uh, players have had to queue to log into the game, sometimes for several hours. Players who are trying to join the game via free trial will also temporarily be unable to access it, with priority given to users with an active subscription. Final Fantasy XIV's producer and director, uh, Naoki Yoshida, said they would be suspending as much advertising as they could, as well as, quote, working towards building a new logical data center, center end quote, to cope with demand, but the current shortage of semiconductors has made it a challenge. Way to go. Yeah. I read this, and I was like, damn, you know what? That's I like this response. Because they basically, he was like, basically like, I want to, I don't want to give anyone any false, like, uh, a false sense of what this game is. So, let me fix what the problem is. They've done... It's one of the greatest comeback stories in, in games because their initial release, if you watch all the Metac- Metacritic and all their normal scores and everything, their initial release and every they've no- done nothing but go up mm. since their initial release on every single expansion. And Take note. Uh, some, somebody, everybody, please. Blizzard specifically, but like anybody making an MMO, take called? Which one? The Amazon one. New World? New World. Oh, uh, that reminds me. Didn't put it in here. Uh, Do you want to guess a percentage of how much they have lost? New World? Yes. Money-wise or player-wise? Player-wise. Player percentage of... uh, Percentage. Last I knew they were at 300,000. So we're going from that number? The percentage that they've lost of subscribers or or active... After active... 83. uh, Users. Close. 90. Oh, all right. Yeah. Shocking. Said not me. 
Could have called that called that one a mile away. Actually, did. All right, man. Don't you Calm just down. hate being right, Nate? No, you don't. No, you love it. Um, uh, so, Nate needs some some therapy. In case yes. anyone's got a good therapist, I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> the uh, they're cute. I need a massage more than a therapist. <laughs> There's probably so many knots in my back from not ever like taking care of stretching correctly and whatever. Massages overrated. The I first think, one. The first one. So you go in thinking, oh, massage is going to be great. No, it's going to be painful. The first one you get is like. You the next day you are sore as fuck. Yeah, because they had to fix everything. Yeah, and then it's maintaining after that. But it's yeah, then the, you go like you know once a month or once every two months or something like that, and it's like oh this is not yeah, bad. it's like the oh okay I'm I'm correct and this is just maintenance at that point. But yeah, yeah, it's the initial. It's the same thing with working out. Like it's, they might as well just back. like roll you through one of those fucking like pasta things. You know what I mean? No, like dude, a, I would love to go through that. It's just the fucking where they get the sheet of pasta. Yeah, just squishes you. Then boom, I'm in ZD. Yeah. Delicious. Cover me in that ricotta. The ricotta. That's a mental image. Whatever you're into, Matt, I'm here for. You. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, yeah. So Final Fantasy doing crazy numbers. It is funny because some of the guys, uh, some of the WoW guys, like the top end that I follow and whatever, we'll try to get in and be like, "Oh, I'm accused four thousand. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go eat dinner. Maybe it'll be done." And they're going to like restaurants. Yeah. And then hoping that their queue is done when they get back. Because <laughs> that's how long it is. Uh, it's also funny, there was a... And I don't think this is 100% related. or you know, It's not entirely true, but it's a fun thing to notice. Mm-hmm. There was a Square Enix uh, sale on Steam. Okay. Everything of theirs was discounted except Final Fantasy Online. <laughs> except Final Fantasy... <laughs> Fourteen. Like, I mean, it's probably on purpose. You're probably not wrong. There, it's everybody was uh, talking about it, and, like screenshotting the sale and being like, uh, "Final Fantasy, Square Enix is literally like, please play something else." Yeah, this is too successful. We need you guys to play other things while we fix this. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I mean, they they legit. He made a point to say that we are suspending our advertising. Yeah. Like, like we're removing we're, we're our doing, active advertising. We're actively having to stop selling the game because it's currently too good. Yeah, but not Flappy Bird style. It's not going away. Flappy Bird. <laughs> wow, classic. Let me let me bring it back. What up. a weird thing. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, Flappy Bird. I'm not oh, going to sell it anymore. Oh, I, I got it. an iPhone with Flappy Bird on it. Sell it to you for $3,000. Yeah, but at the same time, oh, I hate making millions of dollars a day yeah. on Flappy Bird. Oh. Number four, anime production company Aniplex has acquired the development arm of Delightworks, the studio behind Japanese mobile title Fate Grand Order. As part of the acquisition, the division will be rebranded into a new company, which is currently unnamed. The remaining parts of Delightworks will continue to operate independently. Aniplex itself, a subsidiary of Sony Music Entertainment Japan, has been acting as publisher for Fate Grand Order since its release in July 2015. At the end of 2019, Fate Grand Order surpassed $4 billion in lifetime spending. Which, uh, in case anybody's keeping track at home, that's a lot of zeros. 
That's a lot of chatter. Jeez, Groovy. Never got into the whole uh, Fate series. Nope, neither did I. Too, too complicated. For me. It's very Final Fantasy-esque. Yep, too much. Multiple universes. Yep. Whole thing. I can barely keep track of WoW. I can barely keep track of myself on a good day. You have those? <laughs> Sometimes. Lucky. Clearly not right now, though. Um... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Fucking a photo of a baby. I'm holding the baby. You can't tell from this photo, but my arms hurt a lot. You Anyways. just got sent a photo of your baby. Yes, of, of you holding, holding my baby. Yes. In front of a Christmas tree. What what universe are we in? Listen. <laughs> Which one of you is holding the gift? <laughs> it's nuts. I took, them, I took them before I got here. Doing, I had to hold the baby out like this. Take it from Christmas tree. Why are you presenting the baby? I was presenting it for a photo. <laughs> My arms hurt so bad. Anyways. Next uh, time, just get some like 100-pound fishing line. On to other things that make me hurt so bad. NFTs. Uh. Uh, Soccer 2, Heart of Chernobyl developer, GSC Game World, was auctioning off the rights to appear in the game as an NPC, as represented by a blockchain token. I don't uh, know if that's true. What's that? That it was the rights for you to appear as an NPC? Is that true? Or was it just the rights to have an NPC show up? It was the rights... I might be nitpicking it, but I'm not positive. 
I mean, I think the idea is that it would be you or whoever. I guess it could just be like, it doesn't matter. I mean, it could be you or it could be someone someone else you decide. I think the idea was to be a specific, like a random NPC of like a specific almost enemy type of theirs. Basically like a DLC is what they were doing. I get what you're saying. Because the NFT angle of yourself would be hard. The Leg- way... Legally. No, well, the way I read it, the way the article I read, so that it was, so you got the blockchain token, yep. and it was to appear in the game as an NPC, and they had a time frame on it specifically because of that reason. So, like, oh, okay. you had until X amount of time to, you know, do transactions with it if you wanted to. Anyway. Um, they have since back. It doesn't matter. Uh, they have since backtracked. <laughs> <laughs> and canceled those plans following backlash from fans over the move. Quote, we hear you based on the feedback we received. We've made a decision to cancel anything NFT related and stalker too. End quote. Because you know what the best part is about this whole thing? Especially, yeah, specifically with this. You can still do it. You just don't need an NFT. Yeah. Just make a DLC. Yeah, I mean, there's no... There's nothing that means that it can't exist yeah. without a blockchain. Anyway, let's uh let's just keep going. Number six, speaking of NFTs. You like this one. Ubisoft employees have expressed skepticism of the firm's new NFT platform, Ubisoft Courts, following the addition of NFTs into the PC version of Ghost Recon Breakpoint. People still play that game? I also wondered the same. All right. According to internal messages seen by Kotaku, a post on Ubisoft's internal social media hub began to quickly fill with questions and concerns regarding the news with some staff calling the announcement confusing and upsetting. Others question the environmental impact of generating NFTs, as well as concerns that Ubisoft's decision to debacle, to dabble even, in blockchain implementation will further impact public perception in the wake of several several reports alleging toxic work culture, sexual harassment, and pay disparity across the company, and generally being run like shit. One employee said, quote, Still... Don't really understand the problem being solved here. <laughs> and asked, continuing the quote, is it really worth the extremely negative publicity this will cause? End quote. Good question. Oh, <laughs> uh, my glob. Hey, we're Skull and Bones. And speaking of Ubisoft, Ubisoft. the whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing. I mean, at this point, we might be better off. Skull and Bones would be what they're all—the only thing they're left with by the end of all this. That's—I mean, like a physical pile of skulls and bones. Their skulls and bones. Non- we'll go, we're gonna go tokens. French on them. Oh, <laughs> beignet. Uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> I know French. <laughs> all right, fancy, cultured. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft has announced that Chief Studio Operating Officer uh, Virginie, what a name, Virginie Haas, William, uh, has departed from the company. I wonder if she's related to Jean Haas. You know all the Haases are related. And probably are, though. Haas served in the role for 16 months before leaving to pursue other projects. She previously served as an independent director on the publisher's board. The company said that while it's searching for her replacement, the team she oversaw will be in charge of continuing current projects. So, did she suck at her job? Or is she a rat abandoning the boat? Or both? 
I think probably the second one. Rat abandoning I, the boat. Because I don't really know what her job was anyway, and I haven't heard of her until now, so I'm going to assume. She took the job and was like, oh, fuck this place. Yeah, was in there for a It saw everything start coming out and was like, jeez, you guys are fucked. I'm out of here. Fuck this place, I'm out. Number eight. CD Projekt has officially settled the lawsuit filed by its investigators following Cyberpunk's 2077 botched launch. In the regulatory announcement reporting the news, the company said $1.85 million will be paid to the investors behind the class action lawsuit in exchange for them relinquishing, quote, all claims against the company and members of its management board, end quote. So we're going to pay our investors more money to shut the hell up. I think, um, rightly so, though. I saw the amount of money, and I was immediately like, oh, the investors are just like, yeah, we don't really care about this lawsuit anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. $1.2 or $1.8 million or whatever it was is not, not a lot of money. At first, I read it, and I said, one, I read it as $1.8 billion. And I was like, oh, wow, they, they, got, they got some money. And then I looked at it again, and I was like, $1.8 million. It's like literally nothing to to yeah. the investors or or project. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yep. Number nueve. That's where we are, right? Yes. Yes. Leadership from Vodio Games has formally recognized the formation of Vodio Workers United to become the first certified game studio union in North America. The union, which was formed with the Communications Workers of America, says that it will represent all eligible employees across the entirety of job positions, those who are remote, contractors, and working throughout the U.S. and Canada. One... Small step for man, one giant leap for video game kind. I don't know if that's true. So, Vodio Games, do you think it's a play on video or rodeo? Uh, you know what? I assumed video. I like rodeo more. I like rodeo, too. Number 10. Let's get into some news that isn't completely boring. Ubisoft, bringing them back has announced that the original Splinter Cell is being remade by Ubisoft Toronto, the developers of the last game in the series, Splinter Cell Blacklist. The Splinter Cell remake will be built in will be built with Massive Entertainment's Snowdrop engine, which also, also powers games like The Division 2 and the upcoming Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Interestingly, Ubisoft has confirmed that the remake will stick to the game's origins as a linear, hardcore stealth-action game. No attempt will be made to turn it into an open world or live service title yet. Oof. The yet is added by me because let's be fucking honest, it's Ubisoft. <laughs> That's fair. It's fair criticism. If anyone cares to know, the game is being helmed by Far Cry 6's lead game designer David Grivel. Grivel, Grivel. Either way, I'm scared. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't think necessarily that Far Cry Six was his fault, but not a not a not a great start for me. If that's what you're going with, granted, yeah. if it's supposed to be a remake, maybe he'll be confined. Ubisoft games recently are like clearly all made by committee. 
they're all like designed by committee games because they're all starting to look the same. They're yeah. all starting to have the same functionality. Well, I mean, we said that when, what was it, Riders Republic and stuff we were watching. We're like, you can just watch trailers and go, yep, that's an Ubisoft game. Yep. Yep, Which, yep, yep, yep. Whether or not that's a good thing, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's at one, one thing point... A, it's one thing to have a style. Yeah. I think at one point, at first, it was it was a good thing, and now it's like not a good thing. Cause... Well, yeah, because they took a style that worked in certain things, and then they went, what if everything? And you're like, whoa, hey, whoa, 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 yeah. that's uh, not that bad. Maybe only like two things need to be that thing, not every product you have. Yeah. I do like the fact that they are making use of the Snowdrop engine because it's pretty... Same. Snowdrop engine is actually a good engine. Yeah, pretty solid engine. Um, yeah. Okay. Rebellion Entertainment. Hell yeah. Has announced Sniper Elite 5 for a 2022 release. Super hell yeah. Sat in 1944 in France. Sniper Elite 5 promises the series' largest, most open levels yet, more customization, a Deathloop-style PvP invasion mode, and, of course, even more gruesome slow-motion headshots and ball shots and knife-stabbing shots. I don't know what you call those. Um, Sniper Elite 5 is coming to PC, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, and PS5. More importantly... The game will also be an Xbox Game Pass Day 1 release. Ooh, yes. that makes me happy. Re- well, it does say Xbox Game Pass Day 1. Ooh, let's not, be, let's not be cocky here, Xbox. <laughs> <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't screw us out of that PC release. I mean, I'll, I'm going to play it anyway, but like... Yeah, I'd really like to not have to pay extra money for it. Yeah, let's not be evil about this now. If you're already (laughs) gonna do one one way, don't 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 play me like that, Xbox. Uh, Don't make me come after you. (laughs) I'm pumped though. Yeah, I do love a good sniper elite. I really appreciate. It's been a while since we played uh, Dead Dead War. Yeah, I also really appreciate the announcement trailer, and then also next year. Yes, yeah, which is. Uh, you know, Rebellion's always been uh, good about that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, though it is hysterical just in the terms of watching those knife shots and everything. I'm just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we saw French, or French and we're like, ah, ah, beignets and croissants. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a French evening. It's been very French. I don't know very what that French. means, but it's been a French evening. Uh, number 12, a post on the official PlayStation blog has revealed new PlayStation 5 console covers and new DualSense colors. The console covers, which I think are actual side plates, and the controllers will come in Midnight Black, Cosmic Red, Nova Pink, Starlight Blue, and Galactic Purple. 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 We expect the release of January. <laughs> Whoa. What did I go Australian? Uh, the expected release is January, with pricing not officially announced, but a listing on PlayStation Direct puts the covers at $55. Quite expensive for two pieces of plastic. Yup. Probably still going to buy a black set, because... I might buy a, a purple one. Yeah. Or Fancy. like one of each. Buy two, just so you have one of each. Yeah. That'd be cool. Swap, and like do a little... Um, 
pink and the starlight blue because I think the starlight blue is more of like a like a light blue, like a baby blue, like an aqua in oh. color, like a like a seafoam green. Yes, like it might look very like vaporware if mm. you did pink and the blue, or you can just get like those that eighty aerobics competition. Yes, sure, you know the reference. You know the reference. You know Probably. the video. Probably. Um, the giant aerobics competition that they had in the 80s where like 100 some odd people are out and they're all just dancing through the entire intro and it's like the weirdest shit in the world. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No one today would ever do that. Yeah. Shit's whack. Life is whack. Anyways. <laughs> 13. Tencent has added Back 4 Blood developer Turtle Rock to its roster of studios. The studio, which has also developed Evolve and Left 4 Dead, was acquired alongside its parent company, Slam Fire Inc. The cost of the acquisition was not disclosed. Tencent says the team will retain its independent operation under the leadership of studio co-founders Phil Robb and Chris Tashton. Another. Another. You right over there? Having a stroke? Big stroke. Um, it is interesting. Yeah, I like. There's like no rhyme or reason to their acquisitions. They're just kind of like, ah, I'll take that one. Take that one. Taking a page out of THQ Nordic's book. This one. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna buy things. That, Whatever happens, happens. That's uh, it's funny you should say that. Now, time for stories we didn't read. We didn't write full paragraphs on. Number one, Embracer <laughs> Embracer Group has announced that it purchased French board game publisher Asmodee for $3.1 billion. Asmodee will continue to operate as it has before the acquisition with no organizational changes. French. Oh! <laughs> Sacre bleu! Uh... We make video games. <laughs> I can serve you a croissant. You want my croissant? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's been seven days. What you been up to? Um, Playing a little Forza. A little, you know, doing the seasonal stuff as I can. A little bit of room, room, a little bit of go-go. Exactly. As, um, as one does. As one does. Playing Halo Infinite. Have you uh, any cards dictate stories out of there? Um, Did you go get any skulls yet? I have not. I have not sought out skulls. I purposely went for one of them. I haven't even looked at the skulls. Because I, because you couldn't go replay missions. Oh, so did you do until, the first one? Until you were at the end. I didn't do the very first one. Mm-hmm. I, I missed that up. But the very first one that's the open with the tower... Mm-hmm. Where you, it's it's open world, but like literally once you've done it, you can't yeah. spawn enemies in there again. Yep. I was like, I bet this is on the top of the tower. And I, I double checked. I looked it up and they're like, yeah, go get a flying vehicle. Like the easiest way to go get a flying vehicle and go up there. And I was like, I don't even know where there's a flying vehicle on this map. I'm doing it with the grappling hook. 
And so I stood on the outside and like grappled my way so using slingshot mechanics to set my get myself up onto the roof. The tower though is on the map, right? Yeah. So can you get that one after the mission since yeah, it's yeah, on the top? It's, it's on the top. Okay. I mean, even if it was in the mission, you can go back in. You just can't get back into the boss room. Yeah. Okay. Unless you might be able to get into the boss room if you went up the side where you walk out after the boss room. You could probably get back in that way, but you can't get back in the conventional way. What skull was it? I would have been your daddy. Which is why I went and got it. Which What does that skull do? I would have been your daddy is the extra like grunt voice lines and stuff one. Oh. Is the that one, the one of the, the one... video that keeps showing up of like the grunt singing the Halo theme song? It's probably that one. Yeah. Because it unlocks more rare dialogue options or whatever. The only other one that I want to go get because they're the two that are always the most fun to play with is Grunt Birthday Party. Yeah, that's that would be the one to get. <laughs> Every time I headshot a grunt, I always think that, like... Yeah. I would have been your daddy's a fun one, just because you... There was apparently one voice line. I don't know if it's if it needs that skull or not. But Sark tweeted it. Uh, that he had... It was, like, his favorite one that was... One of the grunts saying, like, Oh, are you upset about your blue lady? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or something like yeah. that. Yeah. They, uh, they say pretty ridiculous shit. To begin with, so yeah, it's. Yeah. I um. I oh, never God was a. <laughs> God, am I shot him in the head? <laughs> I never. Uh, I never was a big skull hunter person, so I didn't. I went and got all of them in three, but I was with people that knew where they were, and it was just you know the typical matter of you executing the jumps to get there. Yeah, because you wouldn't have a grappling coach. But I went and got them all because it gave you Hayabusa head. Mm, okay. I. Uh... I've been I I've been liking it for the most part. There's some like it's kind of it's harder than I remember it being. I I get one shot all the fucking time. Normal, just normal. I don't get one shot as much on normal. I played on legendary to start. Mistake. Oh yeah, I don't know. Like I was in the first boss battle Mm -hmm. with the the guy that comes down from the elevator. Yeah. On legendary, getting one hit. Oh yeah. And I was like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to defeat this. Because I would get one hit, and then... Why'd you put it on Legendary right away? That's just what I've always done on Halos. So I just went back to doing... That's what I do on Call of Duty, I play on Veteran. Fuck. Whatever, I'm an idiot. I get it. So I turned my... I tuned it down after that boss fight, because I, I got stuck in that boss fight for like 30 minutes of just getting one shot on if he hit me at all, or the two ads. Yeah. I would just get popped. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. I want to play the game. Yeah. So I tuned it back down, and I've just been running around. And I still get killed every now and then, but never, like, one shot. If I get one shot, it's usually because I think I killed myself. Or I didn't realize I was standing next to a bunch of explosives, and that's blown me up. Yeah, that, and um, I do end up murdering myself with grenades quite often. Because yeah. they, um, the grappling, combination of the grappling hook and grenades. And... Yeah. Oh, I threw the grenade, and now I grappled right next to it. What, what, the, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Uh, the snipers fucking, they, I feel like they headshot me constantly. Oh, I just pull out a pistol and pop them. But then I feel like whenever I wield the sniper rifle, I become a dunce. Yeah, the, <laughs> well, the human sniper rifle is garbage in the game. The shock oh. rifle is where it's at. True. Also, I found that there's the... How the, far in are you? Not far. Um, There's that, like... It's a burst weapon. Have you left the first no section yet? Not really. 
Okay. I've driven around and done some other like random stuff, like found some random teams and cried, yeah. captured a couple bases, but I haven't gone. The game hasn't, hasn't forced I, you into another area yet. I haven't gone. To, I'm going to the dig site is my next main okay. objective. All right. The You are, as per usual, we are probably playing wildly different. Yes. Because there are collectibles of some sorts. In this yeah, game. yeah, yeah. And I've been doing them. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I've only been doing them in in like little random ways of like uh, trying to figure out like how I get how I'm supposed to get like how the game wants me to get things mm-hmm. like with the forward operating bases not being able to spawn a flying vehicle, but I don't know if that just gets unlocked later. So I was like, so I'm, it's I'm all kind of, there's a valor the valor thing. Yes, it's all based on valor. Yep, don't even know. I I and you I get see that valor. Get it. You get valor the. The two things that give you the most valor that I've noticed, like as far as like the collectibles go, is the fobs. Yep. And the fire teams getting yes. the teams. Yeah. So that's what I've done is I've found the two fire teams in the mountains, mm-hmm. and the fob is like next to the, a couple fobs. Yeah. But every time it's like, oh yeah, you gain valor. And it unlocks things at the at to from the bases, and I was like. Do I see a progress bar somewhere of like what I get the next one? And they're like, no. no. And I was like, okay, cool. I, I'm gonna go just kill myself then. Yep. Um. So. So that's all I've done. Uh. But that the there's that one gun that the broken wield banished. Broken. Banished. Banished. The weakened downtrodden use and. It's like a three-round burst that has drop on it. It's an energy weapon. Okay. It's a bigger one. Like it's, the it's like called like it's it's like the Ravenger or something yes, like that. The Ravager. Mm-hmm. Whenever I get hit with it, it seems it, to do a lot of damage. Whenever you whenever hit I someone, shoot with... somebody with it, it tickles them. Yeah. So I've noticed you're not crazy. I feel like there is a certain level of noticeable bullet sponge on the enemies. And it's very frustrating. But I don't notice it with, like, everything. Yes. Certain things. Like the the triple burst pulse rifle? Mm Mm-hmm. Murders. Yeah. I can kill anybody with it. What I have noticed, too, is that it's doing the uh, Pokemon thing. Where... Types. Yes. Yes. It's all typed out. Because, like... If but the Ravager use... on both non-shielded and shielded, it just doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's literally a useless gun. Mm-hmm. But this goes back to, I think, what you and I both agree on. The game's made for multiplayer. It is. It's clearly. And the fact that they didn't launch with co-op it is, is insane. I, like, the more and more I play, the more it frustrates me. Because co-op on Heroic would be, like, the fucking bee's knees. It'd be amazing. I was driving around that first, like, uh, so between the the fob and the tower, mm-hmm. there's all that area. I was like, this is empty. Yeah. But this is exactly where you, <clears throat> it, you'd you want it to be, quote, this empty, because you'd have two people in vehicles just slamming through, having a good time, and yep. then the moment they came on the tower, it'd be like, cool, grappling hooks, bang, 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 let's go. That is exactly, the pacing is, like, spot on for co-op, because there's just enough space between, like... yeah. To where you can fuck around and race around on vehicles. Yep. But then, like... Have the fuck around, have the conversation, mm. and then, boom, here we go. Yep. And then you get to areas. So, like, there's the next... After you do the dig site stuff, 
when you get forced to the next area, that I'm like, oh my god, this is like fucking totally just meant for like a couple people to, because there's so many enemies clustered in such a space that it's just like, yeah, you could you could just have a field day. It it fits one of those things where I don't know why they were scared to release it, but it would be an unbelievably better game had they done it. Yeah. The fact that they didn't is honestly, it hurts it. Yeah. And I don't care what every, oh, all the reviews were made. Oh, I don't give a fuck about them. I've never given a shit about reviews. I'm telling you from a fun standpoint, it's better with another person based on the design I've seen you execute. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, it's fine. It's fine. I enjoy it. I would definitely will finish playing it, but I, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop playing it. Because what of bothers that, me is, it is the further I go in and I see like, oh, this would be great. I know that I, the odds of me going back through and playing with someone are slim to none. Yeah. So it's like our best chance is honestly, whenever it drops next year of being like, let's kick it up to heroic and run through. Yeah. And that'd be like the time we go do like a skull hunter or something. Exactly. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. What do you yeah. got going on? Uh, a little bit of Halo. Yeah. A little bit of the football managers. Oh, yeah. Uh, a little bit of the baseballs. A little bit of the Forzas. A little bit of the Magics. A little bit of the Wows. A little bit of a lot. A little bit. A little salt little, bay in here and there. A little salt bay here and there. Exactly. Ba 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 Just Emerald screaming bam in people's faces constantly. Bam. I like it. Yep. I mean, it's it's just all, all the same. Nothing. Variety. The spice of life, they say. Yeah, yeah. That's what I. That's what I yell as I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spice. <laughs> this is the spice of life, variety. <laughs> it's my battle cry in the battlefield. It's gonna be my new guild name. Yeah, there you go. Spice of life, or variety, comma the spice of life. <laughs> uh. Next week or this weekend, there'll be uh, a little bit of Star Wars. Once it now that it'll be finally out. Oh yeah, because it's supposed to be this week and it got delayed. So yeah, I'll yeah. be in into trying uh, trying that expansion out and seeing how it goes. Nice, nice. Just even if I don't like play through the whole thing, just curious to see with the combat styles and stuff how that changes uh, my playing of other of potentially other characters. Uh huh. So. That's all. Yeah. Cool beans. More football manager to come. We're in the second half of the season now, baby. Yeah. I didn't buy anybody for my starting team. I oh, bought three people. Okay. I changed my entire tactic. Okay. I'm a psychopath. I feel like you do that a lot, though. Kenny does that a lot. Uh, Kenny changes his tactic constantly. You Normally, are always like, I changed my tactic, though. Yeah, but I don't do... He gets into those moods where he'll just be bored of using the same tactic and blow up his entire thing. Usually mine is like a small tweak when I'm mm-hmm. talking about that. This was a, I'm doing something entirely different because mine stopped working. So I hard pivoted to what I used to use before. And it seems to be doing okay so far. Except my guys are not built to do it because it is very intense. Mm-hmm. And okay. I have not been playing that intense all season, so I kill them by halftime basically oops there you go but uh yeah and normally i would be buying people in january but i didn't get much money and i didn't really want to buy anyone 
when I needed to sell people more than I needed to buy them. It's the summer's going to be interesting as long as I don't get fired, which I I don't think I'm in line to get fired. But the summer is the key spot for where it's going to be like, what do we do? Where you know when I get all because I have players that are loaned out mm-hmm. at other clubs. Everybody comes back over the summer, and then I reevaluate of like, all right, who's who that I loaned out can actually stay and compete and help me in the first team, and who needs to just get sold. Mm-hmm. Then I can actually reevaluate the squad because like I can see who's out on loan now, but it's annoying when they're not all just in the same screen for me to really keep track of who's where. So management. It's a blessing and a curse. I'm one of the best. Okay. For pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, anything else? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, next week's holidays, so we're going to record a quick episode now for you. And then we will uh, We'll do end of the year. will be on the 31st. Technically the first when you guys hear it. So, bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.